chill with my shoulders. I feel like I'm losing my focus. I feel like I'm losing my patience. I feel like my thoughts in the basement feel like I feel like you're miseducated. Feel like I don't wanna be bothered. I feel like you may be the problem. I feel like it ain't no tomorrow. Fuck the world. The world is ending. I'm done pretending and fuck you if you get offended. I feel like friends been overrated. I feel like the family been faking. I feel like the feelings are changing. Feel like my thought of All right, welcome to Yellow Confessions, the spoken blog series produced by none other than King Dev, founder of Static Vibrations Network. Yep, yep, yep. What up, King Dev? What's good? How are you? I am, you know, I'm smooth sailing right now. I you know what I mean? We'll be back with another one. You are now inside the mind of a creative. I'm your host, Conrad, a.k.a. Yellow. I'm going by Yellow now. That's Y-E-L-L-E-A-U-X. Fashion stylist, fashion enthusiast, and the creator of fashion blog, theyellowpages.com. And this is a very special episode because I have a very special guest in the house with a yellow shirt on. <laughs> I said, what's this plan? We rapping hard. <laughs> we rapping really hard. What's up? This is Ezra Ray. What's going on? What's going, what's on? going on? You know, you know. Okay. Here visiting, stopping through the yellow pages, seeing what's up, chop it up with you. Right, this is a, a the artist and his handle. What's your handle on Instagram? Uh, on Instagram, I am at Yo Izzy Ray, and on Facebook, I am at um, Ezra Ray. And I do have a SoundCloud that's under construction, but you can just um, we're gonna put it in the comments. Is, in that, is that what yeah, we call it? The, the comments? Yeah, the comments, description, all of that. All that. I'm gonna call it Definitely. something different. We're gonna pull it in the mentions. The mentions. The <laughs> yellow mentions. The yellow mentions. <laughs> Y-E-L-L-E-A-U-X. You guys are going to be spelling that in your morning coffee break, at, by the water cooler, whatever. So let's go to the thought of the week. My thought of the week is the beat goes on. Now, I always had this thought. This is something that internally just resonates with me because every day we go through ups and downs and ups. You know, it's, it's still applicable. Um, downs definitely ap- applicable. Um, so basically, no matter who stays and who comes... Who has helped you in the past or who will help you in the future life goes on that's really the essence of that term the beat goes on especially as a creative you know we do a lot of creative projects King Dev was on site blessing me yesterday for the cover of the yellow confessions so this is a timestamp. yeah it's some it's some, <laughs> it's some dope fire. dope fire fire creative energy coming create I, that's what i need the vibe in the room blessing <laughs> <laughs> right. You feel me? Um, yeah. So basically what the beat goes on, my thought is, you know, what do you do when you don't have any help any longer? Like what do you do? You gotta keep on trucking. And why? Why you gotta keep on trucking? Because Because what? Listen, the only person that got you is you yep. at the end of the day. At the end of the day. I always say it's funny, when things happen, you know, my last thought is that I look in the room and I'm like, hey, you start with who you started with in the first place, which is yourself. Right. You know? In the womb. And Unless you a twin. Now, that's different. It was you twin. Or you that's got, different. Because you always got to rely on your twin. Yeah. Well, you know what? If You know, Kim says, if I'm the twin, then I'll be the better half. And I, I believe that. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, so when it comes to motives. You know, people people have these weird motives. Like, just they they around you, they love you, but they hate you. Jealousy, you know, jealousy is not envy. Let me break down what jealousy is. Jealousy is I want what you have, 
envy is hey i'm rich but i don't want you having what you have how evil is that i'm all set but i don't want you having what you have right people move real funny people move really really funny and That's then backwards uh, okay extremely they move funny and it's just like okay so what do you do in the midst of all of that let me tell you what i do i keep it pushing how, how do you keep it pushing how do i keep it pushing? break that down a little bit how do you keep it pushing because <laughs> That's almost like telling the kid to ignore somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's that's not it's not as simple as it sounds. Okay. So how do you keep it pushing? So the way I keep it pushing is I change my whole course of thought and I put all my energy to whatever the next activity is, which could be opening the front door and getting the mail. <laughs> it could be, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm hungry. Like I keep it pushing. You are no matter you are no longer a matter of importance to me. Because the beat goes on, and eventually we're going to rotate, and, and things are going to happen. So, And you know what? And sometimes, you know, when things go wrong with people and when and, and when there are no explanations, I think a lot of people get hung up on, you know what I'm saying, why. And sometimes there are no reasons why. And I always say not what's not understood, maybe it's not time for you to understand, or maybe you never will. So why stress yourself out? You know what I'm saying? And try to get that going. I try to understand that. Right. So, so the beat goes on. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And and how and here we are with the beat still still clicking. They say guys a DJ. And maybe it's cliche, I don't know. All right. Well today I wanna to talk about of course we're gonna talk about creativity, but I don't wanna talk about family and how family life really influences your creativity or how it holds you back. Or whatever the case may be. And the story that came to mind was when I moved to Chicago. Um, I moved to Chicago back in 2012. And basically, my sister called me one day. She was like, do you want to move? You want a job? And it was a really, really good job in HR. And I was like, yeah. I was like, of course. Like, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm always ready to leave Rochester in a heartbeat. <laughs> it is what it is. I thus have changed my mind, but whatever. So uh, I started working in a huge hospital in a really good department in the HR department and the lady I never met her but she was my sister's friend and um basically I just kind of trusted that whole relationship I figured because we were from the same religious background that you know I could trust this relationship but sometimes you have to remember that humans are humans no matter what your background or your connection are or is so um she was going through a divorce at the time and um she wouldn't give me the tools to work you know what I mean? Like, I need to pass. Uh, doctors and surgeons was coming in the office. And in the HR department, You, I needed, like, to fix their pager. That was one of the things I used to do, replace their batteries and things of that nature. And I, I needed, like, her for a little stuff, like, log into the computer, da-da-da-da-da. Long story short, I end up leaving that position. And um, I moved back to New York. Mm-hmm. I, it just kind of worked out for me to do that. And, you know... I'm always creative, but at that time I was focusing on my other career, which is HR, and just trying to really have my plan B fuel my plan A. I believe my plan A is always my creativity. So anyway, I filled out applications every day. I finally moved back in like July, like end of July, and I filled out applications every day. I was filling out that, and I was just trying to figure out what to do, and did I want to go back to school because here I am just moved across country, Picked up all my stuff, right. bought a new car, right. new truck, 
turned up your whole life. My whole life, and then that fell through. But you know, the beat went on per se, and I could have sued her and all kind of stuff because she did some grimy stuff. But I just decided to focus that energy back into me. So anyway, I was. I remember this one particular day that my father, my dad, was a very business-minded man, very sergeant like extremely <laughs> to the t to the t and i was like i was on my hustle i was filling out i was filling out a lot of applications and i was also filling out a school application and i was kind of working two plans at one time and he really my dad barked on me because he asked me what i was doing he asked me like like what's your plan what you want to do and i told him i want to go back to school for fashion and why did i do that <laughs> in the midst of all that i went through because you know my parents supported me um in that way and i just wanted to fill out my options i was 26 at that time and man he lost it he was like i don't i spent all this money on you and you're not trying to do what i want you to do and da, da, da. i like really and i know what my dad's like yelling because you know he always just yelled as just regular communication but this was like turned up <laughs> yeah next level and that was a breaking point uh, for me because I stuck to it I just stuck to my I stuck to that I was going to go to back to school for fashion like so hard-headed I, I, I was 26 oh, hard-headed <laughs> you know you what I'm are. saying and you know people are like oh that's grown you've grown but you know every family dynamic is a little different um I when I moved back from Chicago um I just moved back home because I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next but after he finally calmed down he was like you know you, you're gonna do what you want to do and you know my school journey was a little complicated at the time but um that's when i decided to go back to school for fashion so he didn't want me go he didn't want me to go to school for fashion because he thought his main thing was he thought that i wouldn't be able to support myself in a creative field um so literally i spent my whole 18 maybe 17 to 20 to that moment fighting for my right to create for my family and that's hard isn't that, I mean, do you, do you guys have similar stories? Like, I mean, not to go in deep, because we're going to get into that a little later, but, like, do you have the whole, like, my family don't get that I want to be creative and I can make money from being a creative? No? Do you have nah, that support? Nah, my my whole, both my businesses is based behind creativity. Okay. So did you have your family support behind yeah, that? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Like, 100%. Yeah, because, I mean, I went to school of the arts. Right. There you go. That, I grew up in creativity. That's and it, shoot, going back to 16 school, I grew up in creativity. Okay. That was like the art school of elementary back in the day. Yes. So, yes. nah, yeah, nah. Did you have, so when you first, let me ask you this, when you first, like, kind of discovered you were going to be creative, or they saw that, or however the journey was, did they kind of, like, just support it, or did they give you other options as well? They supported it. Okay. Because it was, it's, it's part of the family. So. Yes. I mean, my dad bought me a guitar, okay. a bass guitar, okay. three years ago for my birthday. Beautiful. And I never picked up a t guitar ever. Were you cre Were they creative too? Yeah. Okay. So my dad, is, he teach himself how to play the bass guitar. Oh, there you type go. thing. So there you go. Yeah, it's it's it runs through the family, okay. through the blood. And we're gonna get into your story. We're gonna get into mine. <laughs> we're gonna get into your story. We're gonna get into mine. But all I could, all I could, so the the basis of that story is, um, sitting at that that dining room table. Like literally trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do? Eventually, he accepted it. He attended my first fashion show I did with Nathaniel's Originals. Me, him, and my mom. He ain't do no more, <laughs> but he, I got up to that one. You always have a fashion show, Kyra. You always, you have a fashion show every day, is what he said. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. So that's a good way to get out of it. Though. Right, right, right. Like you always going because you know he's 
and the funny thing about it is i don't think he thought i was serious because i was doing it for i was still doing it like i was interning with nate i was working for him i was traveling with him all these fashion shows and i think it was a breaking point that he thought maybe it was a phase thing or he was trying to let it like let me get it out of my system but i think at that moment it clicked to him like oh yo he's serious about this like i don't know over the past i mean i did a whole fashion show for a senior project <laughs> like with the whole community Epic. 104 it was Epic. sponsored it like Epic. you know what i'm saying but we're gonna get into that too so speaking of majority of my life majority of let's get to or all of it, of it let's get to my special guest ezra ray i love special being put before <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's your handle again uh, ezra ray you can find me ezra ray on facebook uh on instagram at yo izzy ray perfect so for the audience to so all my creatives out here this is my best friend that i've known since two years old absolutely two years old and let's just say we're older than we look yeah <laughs> so what's been 30 years of friendship a whole 30 30 years yeah. this is my first friend i ever had so you were seeing a real day one you know how that go yeah so let's let me give, give me your introduction like what's tell 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 the creative world who you are and let me just co-sign let me co-sign my my come on bet what's the hashtag besties i don't bff this is like this is my, my brother like this is my brother i feel like um i get so I only pump with a couple people but this is organic right here this is like a, a level that is untouched um because you know we went our separate paths and we always connected always Huge piece of me. Like, Absolutely. always. So, Ezra's one of the most flyest guys I know. And that's I'm trying to put, my that is, put myself together well. When I co-sign, I and it's very organic, when I co-sign something, like, it's coming from a real place. Like, it's not like, oh, I, I'm not into flattery or things of that nature. And, it's, again, we talk about being passionate and being about your craft or whatever the case may be. So, as my audience should know by now, I'm I'm genuinely co-signing this. Um just very organic we come from like almost identical roots um families are are very close things of that nature but mothers are very good friends very good friends of course after 30 years of friendship that's one of those things right <laughs> so um so tell 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 the bro about you i mean a little bit about myself uh like my roots are our west coast you know deep deep seated like my father was um was in the military uh, in Yuma, Arizona, I was born on a military base in 1986, and this is, ooh, circa big crack era. It was a lot going on in America. It was a lot going on, period. But um, they then migrated to the Bronx, and and from the Bronx, uh, a few years being there, my father got stationed in Tokyo, Okinawa, and we ended up in Rochester, and that's where I then met my my bestie right here to my left. What's up? Yeah, know what I mean. You know what I mean? Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. So let's talk about our childhood and where all this creativity comes from. So this is a real like special episode for me because literally he's been through he's been here through it all. <laughs> yeah, a lot of school shopping. <laughs> we went through a lot of school tell, shopping. Tell the end. people how school shopping was huge for me. Yeah, like it was like was a big the deal. thing. Had to bring your flyers the first what month straight (laughs) of school. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No cap. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like, when those days, 
it was kind of nice to see you in in that same in that same element where you were you were putting things together on a daily basis you know what i mean everything was coordinated everything was as you wanted it to be piece by piece which always has impressed me about you is that you're so you're so articulate when it comes to i mean period but especially when it comes to to like that you are to a t hands down the most you know well put together piece by piece person i know thank you thank you that's homage <laughs> eat crazy can we drop a bomb bomb <laughs> no play play <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah all right. So salute to my man. That's yeah. that's really like where I got I, it from. So here's the story, because I said we was gonna share stories, but I didn't say what stories we were sharing. Um I used to have a room in the in, in the attic. Like but my attic was it was like a playground. Turn the attic into a fashion <laughs> show. Turn the attic into a fashion show. And um I used to what do I call it? Inventory. Remember inventory? Yep. So inventory. taught me inventory. I still do inventory to this day, and it's a seasonal inventory. Yeah. Seasonal. Seasonal. Basically, you go through your closet and you just see what you don't like, how you change, you, you remove it. How old was we? Like seven? Like yeah, eight? Yeah, it was. This is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Other kids are picking out toys. We were deciding like what sneakers. what denim we were going with at Old Navy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It Old Navy was like, just my, yo, ride or die. Old Navy is a different place today. I don't even know what Old Navy is about. Um, I remember my first, my first job out of, my first retail job was Hollister. Oh, and yeah. It's funny, like 10 years later, I saw a trend and I was like, right. the, the main reason why I worked at Hollister was because and that was, this is funny. The main reason I worked at Hollister is because I didn't want black people coming in and trying to get a discount for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is the a main true reason story. Why I applied at Hollister was, <laughs> this girl I tried to talk to was the manager and our interview, I thought, went really well, but I never got a call back. So I continuously applied <laughs> Until I got a second interview, and by then she was fired. <laughs> it wasn't there. Anymore. So I was like, "Bye, I'm Bye. not be here no Just, more." Right. <laughs> Pretty much, like it, it was no need to work there anymore. But I'm you like, know what they told me in my interview? They said, "Kara, we only hire good-looking people, so welcome to the staff." They used to do like group interviews. So one day I used them for a reference, and I was like, "What happened to you know X, Y, and Z?" They like, "Oh, they fired the whole staff." Are they still doing that in 2018? Is that? I don't think they're I doing feel it like no that's more. A legit question: Are they trumping people during the interview process in 2018? They might be. They might be. Like, is that like a thing? I don't I hope know. Not. I genuinely hope not. I used to like. I used to. I used to like exploring. Like ripped up denim. Like I did it in 04. Like. All right. Anyway. Any any other story that stand out to you? Oh man! Oh, we, I, I, I mean, I a big one. a big part of of my my teenage success and on that kind of platform because at the time I was I was in a pre like rap group with some friends, mm-hmm. and then I was kind of doing the fashion thing like on the side, and then you were kind of pushing me to oh man you know what I got this senior and now mind you this is a whole year before it actually like transpired. Mm-hmm. So you were you were brainstorming already <laughs> this 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 fashion show with and I'm hearing fashion show at the time and I'm thinking okay like I know what I know what he could mean you know what I mean and but I I, I was curious because I like I said like I was already dabbling in painted sneakers and bleaching stuff and we was ripping, we was ripping stuff up Dope. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I from what I remember 
I remember you you being really really on me like man you should do it you should do it you should do it you should do it and I was more I was more hung up on like how much work it would end up being with the with the outfits and all that but that was a very big like huge portion of our teenage like experience yeah so I think that all of that came to fruition like all of our um just being ourselves pretty much in a nutshell it was that my senior for my senior project I, well, I had to do a senior project in order to graduate, and um, I did a fashion show, but I couldn't just do a regular fashion show. Not at all. I had to do, Why? like... <laughs> Why? Why do that? I had to do, like, I had three auditions. I wasn't satisfied with who I was getting. Like, I fired, like, my student staff, and I got new people. Again, um, let me thank you for, for <laughs> taking me along through the modeling, like, process, because I, I literally handpicked some of the my yeah. own models for my yeah for my line at the time and let's let's let me be specific specific here um you had i think the clothing line was 8603 8603 yeah and yeah. that's a rip off of uh usher's 8701 yeah <laughs> i i was a very big fan of that album that album literally changed my stay. life yeah literally changed my life got yeah. me through some very hard times shout out to you usher uh-huh. but i did i did take it off of that and i thought it was a good play on on when things kind of got started for me yeah i was born and then i kind of just like in a year fell into this this ideal that you know you can you can mess stuff up and make it look fashionably okay way ahead of his time i mean like now i'm sitting here thinking about it stuff that i see today you did that i did and it's so 14 funny. years ago it's so weird <laughs> and and it's crazy not to toot my own horn toot it. our horn it is our horn and the yeah. horn belongs yeah. to us yeah but it's it's weird seeing it and then being like wow like wow yeah a lot of people called me corny called me crazy called me like man what are you doing wearing camo shorts like <laughs> what are you doing why are you wearing camo shorts like who does that and i was kind of like you know what uh these kind of like go with everything everything me. like why are are we not like all wearing camouflage when the streets are a jungle you know what i mean like exactly actually i wore in my senior picture the jersey the mcgrady jersey absolutely i made that jersey he made the jersey i thought of the jersey and then we kind of i I remember we kind of collaborated on let's like what do we want to do i think as far as like colors because I think there was like a headband too that like yeah. went with with the McGrady jersey, and yeah. then I put the fabric in the numbers and in the logo, like you see now, yeah. like you see them doing now with teams and all that stuff. We got to put that up. The, very uh, very dope picture of the jersey. That very very did. dope. Yeah, but it, yeah. that was just a little hint or a little. I was a piece. A splish. I did forty four outfits for your fashion show. It was yes, like forty four. Forty four. Yeah. And that that was so much fun. Just creating half and half, that men and women. Yep. I had um people from. That did Mary J. Blige. Um, Aniche was there. Aniche was there. Corporate sponsor. It was really big, and I thought that was like my takeoff. Like um, commercial on the radio. The radio it was getting spins on yep. the radio. <laughs> I had like, yep. it was lit. Coca Cola <laughs> sponsored me. It was dope. And we talking fourteen years ago. I'm about to be fifteen. It's crazy in June, but um, yeah. So. What I want to talk about is we had all these great stories, like a lot, a lot of good times. I remember like our Darien Lake rides with Six Flags to you new young people, <laughs> you know, music and stuff like that. But we called it Darien Lake back in the day. But let's talk about like Six Flags. The, six Flags? Six Flags. We call it Darien. It's Darien Lake now. No, it, it was, was Six Flags Darien Lake. 
Well, when we went, it was just Derry Lake. Sure. I'm positive. It might have been Six Flags because they're bringing back the Six Flags yeah. moniker now. Because Six Flags, they, went, it back. They, they got they got bought out. Can I tell a story about that? So I, I mean, yeah, you can. Cause, yeah. I, I went and I was trying to get like lit before I went in there off a bottle of table wine and I rode the Ferris wheel. <laughs> table wine, hot summer day on a Ferris wheel. I mean, and I thought I was going to die and be in Darien Lake. <laughs> so I was sick for the rest of the day. So I want to really get into family life and creativity. And I feel like, you know, me being a very, what I call, you know, like a blood brother to you i've been with you through it all you've been even when we weren't together we just knew you know what i'm saying um so how how did family life add to your creativity i think more in in and more the rebellion that existed for us in our in the in our kind of upbringing as you can imagine like fashion sense and, and taste was kind of dictated by you know what my parents can afford at any given time so it's kind of just making do with what we had. So at a very young age, you know, I was kind of forced into, you know, creating with what it is that I had to right. work with. Right. It wasn't what I can go out and get, which one built a, a gratefulness in me because I never then took for granted any one piece. Any one piece can just be that difference maker that somebody's walking by you and going, you know what? Damn, like, how did he even like? That's, do that that doesn't look like it's supposed to look good and yet here i am and, I'm, and i can't you know what i mean right and 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 certain things that you can wear and again i'm i'm victim of it i, I do it too like i i'm i'm a big homage pair i can see somebody male female and go wow like they're he wearing it well they put themselves together yeah he did that you mm. know what i'm saying that's a that's a ode to you know just a good fashion sense one appreciating man he didn't it doesn't look like he just like threw that together. It looks like he really gave that some thought. It looked like the day before he was planning out that. It looked like on Tuesday he was planning out Wednesday, <laughs> and Wednesday came out good because there was a plan. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So how? So how did? I know for me when it came to family life, you know, and we were gonna we we're gonna give her her homage because she's to me the supreme being of fashion. Oh, your sister, of course. Crescent. Are you kidding? Elise. She's a goat. Shout out to the goat. Yo, my sister is to this even me. I'll be like, how did you put that together? And I'll I'll be up already there, but she be like out somewhere else. And it's my sister's naturally beautiful. Um, my mother said when she was born, the nurses says the nurses told her um, she looked angelic. I'm gonna pull. I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. I can see it. I agree with it. I think what it is, because she's beautiful from the inside as well, and she's just whatever. But her sense of style is just all the class in the world. Yeah, all the class in the world. All is the class put together. In the world. Also, like I was telling my sister, like yo, and I, I will be ahead of the game and my peers, my t- my contemporaries. But she would be like, "Oh, you just now hearing about like H and M?" This is when I first heard about it. She's like, "Oh, you just now hearing about that?" She heard about it like ten years ago. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, every, right. Every time I see um, BCBG, I'm reminded of how influential your sister was to their stocks rising. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I mean, the she BCBG on, swag was just, you know what I mean. She was on that before I heard it on a on a song and, on anything. And, I and what you know what's crazy is is now that we're talking about Crescent is I remember the hordes of women 
who would then look with the salty grains in their eyes. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, who does this? You know what I mean? Who does right. she think she is? And she like, would play uh, them no, like, no uh, mind, but as fly as ever. Crescent was your true to life model from like the 1950s, where she was just pure with with grace and all the elegance that you could you know possibly have in a woman. Instead of my wife or potential future look being like my mom, I used to want her to be like like crescent a little bit of crescent give right. me 10 percent <laughs> give me 10 percent of what crescent was working with and i would have ended up yeah. with very good like, i'm talking about eclectic um creative great taste in music great, great taste taste in food organic just a life specialist put me on the sashimi yeah. <laughs> seaweed salad right. taught me how to use chopsticks <laughs> the list goes on and on and to this day, and there's nothing. She's like, hmm, okay, it is what it is. And never had like a, a ounce of jealousy. Like she didn't care because she could do her own thing. So yeah, I got it from her. My mom, my mom's a beast too. Like she just be in her own world. But like they used to sew their own clothes and you know dresses and make other sisters like or people that was in the organization like clothes. And even my dad had a little distinct taste of style. My grandmother sold, so that definitely, I mean, and then, you know, the ultimate story of being in, jo well, Joanne Fabrics and also Fabrics and Findings for, I don't know, 94% of my life. Right. <laughs> right. I used to be sitting there starving. A lot starving. of a lot of hot glue, a lot of, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and I used to be like, okay, well, let me help cut out a pattern or something. I don't know. I needed, I wanted to be with my mom. That's from real, real young. So, um, so how did, how did. So let's switch the vibe a little bit. How did family take away from your creativity? How did it stunt that growth? I, I feel like um, uh, the, through the same fashion show that we were that we were just discussing and talking about, uh, I was approached with a lot of different opportunities around that time with people looking to. I don't I don't want to use the word capitalize, but they were pushing me in a direction to keep to keep going to keep feeding off of the the feedback that um, I had gotten off of 8603. And uh, one of the people, uh, Aniche was literally in contact through email with me mm -hmm. with some design ideas, with some stuff that, you know, they wanted to do. And a lot of it was just going, I was 16 at the time. So I wasn't legally, you know what I mean? At liberty to do really anything about it. It was more like asking my mom and then seeing like, okay, can I get the okay to do this? And they were still pushing the religion thing on me at the time, which, which really... It hurt me a lot. I remember having conversations with you like, <laughs> you know, like we we should be doing this. This is exactly what we want to be doing. Mm -hmm. So why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we going to New York with these people? Why aren't we just like chopping it up, making some deals, signing contracts <laughs> and then divvying up the money? Like, why aren't we doing that? Mm -hmm. And it was just we picked up a lot of steam with with the with the show. It was a very big deal. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of just like at least at least for me, it fizzled away way, way too soon. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And a lot of that had to deal with with my family's non support of, you know, the 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 entire thing itself. Yeah. Um, me too. You know, I think my dad, because I was I'm the baby. Ezra, you you the semi middle child. Semi-middle. Semi -middle. <laughs> so, Shout out to the semi-middle. Yeah. And that is a population of people that people can relate to. You know, like you have the oldest and you have the second oldest and you have the middle. You got that middle. And you have the younger. And that could be four, that could be five, that could be six, that could be, you know, whatever. Higher than three. 
um you know the background was for me very similar um my dad you know i it was to the point where honestly i didn't even want to go to college like i was like let me just get to high school and work for the rest of my life (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying um and i just kept pushing like i pushed because i didn't know what else to do like when when the whole college thing was introduced to me i'm like for what like for what what? (laughs) you know what i'm saying and there was push in our family and you know it was what it was i think now times are just different you know i think back then they suggested we do like a two-year degree but it that was a suggestion just to because it was technical whatever the case may be but that's all can i ask you a question sorry Mm -hmm. to cut you off Mm -hmm. question do you now looking back sometimes wish that they were more Okay, is if this is what you're going to be passionate about, then okay, we're all in. Whatever it is that you want to. Yeah, I def- I definitely feel that way. I also feel like there was another source that now that I'm looking back, because I was headed straight for New York City, and just from the course of my life, I wasn't ready to be in New York City because I would have been. I mean, you get limelight, life, all wild. that. That's wild <laughs> energy. Yeah, and, and and now that I, you know, now that my father's passed away and things of that nature, um, beforehand I would say, you know, I should have just, and I had a lot of chance. I think my my holdback was even in my rebellion of what they thought and what they what they were doing was I didn't want anybody else to put me on. So I feel like I got right. to many places. And I did. I mean, I met a lot of stylists that were styling Mariah Carey, Whoopi Goldberg, and you know, they they was just coming at me wrong, and I mean, real wrong. And I was just like young, and I'm like, I'm not that young person to just fall into like this trap. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I wanted somebody to say is I put you on because I feel like I had enough creative energy for me in you. You know what I'm saying for the world. I don't care which, who you style. Um, and that was my own. I guess um, hold back or or rock that stopped me, um, but they definitely did not support that at all. And I'm and I hate I love my parents to death, and you know may my father rest in peace. But I know they wanted the best for me overall. However, it's how they saw it, and I didn't see it that way. That line's so blurred for me, I guess, because I. I more wanted my parents, even at the time, I more wanted my parents to be like, hey, look, you're you're great at this. People see that you're great at this. We're going to push you towards being great at this, greater yeah. greater at this. Yeah. And they were more like, oh, that's a nice hobby, but uh, you're going to go be a missionary now? <laughs> Are you like going to go be a missionary now? Can you like do that and be a missionary? Like, can you be a fashionably sensible missionary? <laughs> and it never... It, it never way. it never fused it never fused and and it kind of just like i was a kid at the time so these 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 places these companies are kind of looking and going on to the next yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah i didn't strike while it was hot and then it kind of just like it just fizzled away and then it just killed my my drive my it, motivation it, for it it, you know? it could kill and a family can kill your drive it can support it like that so let's talk about your support your support in the arts now you went to a art art based fashion oh excuse me here we go fashion now art based school yep and what was your major two times over what was your major instrumental music 
I play drums. You need to be. I tell you all the time. You need to be a producer. I mean, he is a producer. Shout out to Static Vibrations Network. Yep, yep. <laughs> Owner of right. Facts. However, I'm talking about like DJ. You need to be a DJ. But anyway, go ahead. So you you did that and um. Well, I started in church, mm-hmm. like playing the drums in the in the aisle mm-hmm. lane, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And um, and then I just kind of went with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all throughout elementary, I went to 16 school. Mm-hmm. Had the greatest, greatest music teacher ever, Alice Pratt, mm-hmm. and um, she was very in tune with just infusing everything, like what they're pushing culturally in the in the district now what they what they're trying to do mm-hmm. by infusing like you know rap and and all these different things she did that already mm-hmm. so going to her class was like second nature to us yes sir but we're also learning a whole bunch of things so ever since first grade we've been you know p- doing um concerts and and by fourth grade that's when you can start learning to play the instruments and then you just keep on going and mm-hmm. it was more so do what y'all want to do okay. as long as y'all staying out of trouble yeah we don't care what y'all doing just go and do it okay and then you know growing up mm-hmm. by the time we graduate now we in a new age so right. that creative energy is is pushing right now like that's careers right now how do you feel like the support from your family helped you did you feel a satisfaction did you feel like an inner peace that hey I got all like I got, you know most people say well my if my family support me then I'm winning like how did you feel internally when you were doing what you organically or innately was meant to do well it's always it's always a good feeling yeah but I'm not one to allow others to control what I want to do anyway so if you telling me that I can't make money doing this and mm-hmm. i'm gonna show you i can make money doing this mm-hmm. it, it was never you know because you got your haters you got your doubters you got all that stuff but mm-hmm. um when it come down to it you got somebody in your corner yes y'all had each other right so y'all could do what y'all wanted to do right. even if pops didn't like it or mom dukes didn't like it mm-hmm. or grandma whatever the case you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. like I had to channel it in different ways depending mm-hmm. on where I was. Mm-hmm. Like my grandma house, I couldn't listen to anything but gospel. Mm-hmm. That's just growing up. Right. She was a devout Christian from this, from Alabama. Right. She didn't want to hear nothing. She didn't even want us to watch like The Simpsons and things that right. nature. Like, well, welcome to our life. Right. So <laughs> it was like it was it was but it was that environment. So uh-huh. now I had to like cultivate my creativity mm-hmm. and express my creativity in a different way. So, so that was like building forts and whatnot. Let me ask you this question. Let me let me do the, let me be the devil's advocate. Was the support ever annoying to you? Nah, because they gave us our space. Okay. They gave us our space to do what we wanted to do. Okay. And 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 thank you for sharing that. So I think what what I'm hearing is um, the the contrast. So like for instance, Dev, you had you still were empowered, but you knew how to channel it. See, we weren't empowered and we had to intend we had to channel it so those journeys and to all my creatives out there you have your own story you have the, the lack of support or you might have a mix you might have people that well maybe you had a mom that supported you but your dad was a brand the breadwinner and didn't support you or whatever the case may be the fact is every, everyone has a story um and, and the focus is on family. And when it comes down to it, you know, 
like I had siblings and I felt like as creatives I always was that besides my sister she was the oldest but the rest of them just like blur like <laughs> just like okay what y'all do you know right. and everybody everybody was dealing with that family influence in their own way I think um one of my brothers just he wanted to be a rapper or whatever he actually could rap the other one he started producing like events around here though and then you know that switched out so in your case your siblings how do they affect any of that well my siblings were corny (laughs) i love his siblings by the way um (laughs) no um my again because of because of the religious factor it kind of made things just kind of weird in our household because we didn't really shine through together we kind of shine through apart like we'd all go to school and we'd all go off into our own little groups and be our own little people we didn't really share that and it and and not only did it create like the divide between us but like the divide like still exists we don't get together on holidays we don't there's never a time there's never a specified time where we like have to and even regular people I feel like that's what holidays were created for. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. This is my theory on why holidays were <laughs> created. It is a double-edged sword between mm-hmm. uh, American finance and commerce, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Big buck. Ding, mm-hmm. ding, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, it is mandatorily mm-hmm. a time where you are then forced to be with your family to reach out at least. Mm-hmm. I don't. It, uh, some time ago, it was a be with your family thing. Yeah. We've graduated now to like. If they're not cool enough to even be around, don't bother doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Send mm-hmm. them a card. Send them a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like that that divide, it just, it literally set off, you know? Like that togetherness that w- would exist in a normal family just didn't exist for me and my siblings. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think I'll, we learned a lot too, though. Like I'm going to speak the positivity into it. Um, we just saw things differently and more structured and even though it was a re it was more of a a different more routine way of life um you did find ways to be very creative absolutely <laughs> like very creative my and suits and ties were off the chain off the chain this is not to i would never bash my the religion that i grew up in but at the end of the day um you know, it did have a big every everyone like like Dev. You said like your grandmother didn't want to hear like The Simpsons and and, and you know she didn't want to hear nothing. nothing. It didn't come out of church. It didn't come out of church, right? But does, do you agree that it creates the divide? Because how much did your mom listen to Lil Kim with you? Well, she didn't even know I listened to her. Okay, see, <laughs> see what I mean? That's the divide. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? Oh, for so, a creative, but see that. But what, what I'm saying is. So for his story and for your story and our story, mm-hmm. there is a way to be creative. Is my oh, point. absolutely, always. Yes, there right. will always be. But guess one. what? You tapped into it. You tapped into it because you said there were some boundaries. You, if you know our boundaries, what they were, and even though they didn't plan out or pan out the way they needed to be, some kind of way we still, whether it was with self or with whatever, we still. You know, was creative. Look at us here. We got an artist. We have a phenom. We have a producer. I'm playing. We have a, <laughs> we have a style. 
<laughs> we have a style enthusiast. I mean, fashion enthusiast and producer here. Okay, so cool. So keeping that in mind, right? If you could, if you could go back, is there anything you can change about your path? That's not a trick question. About your path, your creative path. I would just, I, w- I would um, actually continue playing the drums. Mm, wow. Like, well, I would take it more serious than what I did. Why you say? I don't know. I just love the drums. I'm a music person. Like, I'm legit a music person. So, do you like Jeremiah? Mm. He played the drums in, I, I, in church too. Let you know. I tell you, I like Anderson Pop music. Like, I'm drawn to music that use live instruments. Like instruments. Live. Okay. Or just the any of the electronic instruments okay like i'm drawn to that sound so like i would go and i would i would listen to like when i first um was introduced to anderson pop mm-hmm. uh the, he was doing the what they call it when on youtube and you they're in like this library yeah and they're playing all the live instruments and he's he's singing the song yeah or he's rapping the song yeah or whatever i was like yo that's dope like yeah. he's playing the drums and he yeah. is actually vibing right to, it was, it's just I don't know I just feel like it's a different feel and it, and it called for a different energy right that's why I like when I meet a lot of local artists I'm not looking for you to create a dope song mm-hmm. I want I'm listening to how well, your skill mm-hmm. what is your skill mm-hmm. because if you're talking about guns and drugs every other line then yeah. you have no skill yeah There's no su- yeah no Absolutely. substance Absolutely. if if, no if substance. I hear a song and you you telling a story or some type of concept behind it now I know you got skill because you had to think about that yes. before you can even create it yeah yeah so it's artist that's why i like when he said i'm artist right there's artists and then there's rappers yes that's true it, main word story concept conceptual i'm all about concepts that's how i look at fashion shoots like stylists quote unquote air quotes i don't want i'm not interested in you taking a picture in natural light and you have one primary color that's boring and disgusting to me <laughs> I want to see. Tasteless, quite are, frankly. Yeah. Are you telling your story? Like, what's, what, what? Why am I looking at this picture? Can I break now? Today, I literally was going through my computer and had to break down. My mom said, "I don't like that." I told her the story. She said, "Oh, oh, can you tell me a story through your fashion shoots? Did you see a story yesterday when we shot the cover?" Yeah, most definitely. Right. Yeah. You know that story haunted me for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> And boom, but that's a, that's um that's a sense of therapy though. Yeah, you ain't lying. When well, you, that's some some tough therapy. And that's that's a I mean <laughs> obviously that's that's deeper than what we get into tonight. But just being able to express yourself. Yeah. So, you know, when I was playing drums on the pots and pans in the kitchen mm-hmm. when I was six, which was whatever. quite fun. Yeah, because oh, I, I want to go. I'm about to go home and do that. Okay. Right, type thing. But you know, when <laughs> when we get into a spot, a creative spot. And we're allowed to do things like this. This is therapy. This yes. is natural therapy. When you yeah, get in front of the mic and you can spit, yeah. that's therapy. That's you connecting to energies that you typically everybody can't connect to. Exactly. That's why I'm like, it's the difference between artists and rappers. Yes. Rappers just get in and they just doing something. Yeah. And they might pop. Right. Artists is actually relieving tension, stress, Th- built up energy. Do you get a bomb over so, there? So I need no. you to drop that. It just dropped. <laughs> During the making of this artist, (laughs) there were no face tattoos given. Zero. (laughs) Zero face tattoos given during this interview. So if you could go back and change anything, what would you change? If if I can go back, I'd 
I change the the voice I use. I I change the the channels of help that that existed for me at a time where I really where I really needed a very impressionable time for somebody like me who was all the creative juices were already flowing. Mm-hmm. I was already plotting out outfits. I was already piecing things together and then I wouldn't wear it until it was all together. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have the flannel that I wanted to wear with those vans, then I wasn't putting that together. That's not what I was wearing. Mm-hmm. I'd give things that much thought and I I genuinely feel like with the right push, we're looking at a totally <laughs> You know, we're looking at a totally different circumstances and that can go on, you know, for a very long time. But we're looking at a totally different like set of circumstances. And I'm somewhere with an album and a clothing line out like I'm Diddy. (laughs) And I'm just like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Rolling with the times, rolling with the times, because a lot of what's like you like you said earlier, Mm -hmm. a lot of what's trending now. We were, you know, slowly but surely like piecing it together. Like I, I saw one of your shirts. Uh, it's it's one of one of our favorite pictures together mm-hmm. where we're like super turn. I don't know what it was. It was an event of yeah. some sort, mm-hmm. and you had this sequin oh top. <laughs> it was it was straight fire. Look at, at the that time. face, like sequin. What? It was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, it was the, it was the fringe, the circle the fringe. fringe, the circle yeah. fringe. It was so crazy, so dope, so fire. Yeah. Literally blew the doors off of whatever that event was. And then a few years later, we're seeing, you know what I'm saying? The guys really taking it there with, you know, what's, you know, too feminine, not too feminine. And and the line has been drawn. Fashion Mm -hmm. is fashion. High fashion is what high fashion Mm -hmm. is. And if it's too high for Mm -hmm. you, then it's just not, you know what I'm saying? That's why they call it high fashion. And let's be clear. When I I was pushing limits, always kept a masculine edge to it. That's that's part of my fashion i didn't understand i know how to blur lines and i'm not intentional but just to give you a art piece i always kept it very masculine super art you know what i'm saying so like that circle fringe top literally was circles you didn't know what it was but the back of it was a t-shirt and it was blue you know what I'm saying? Fire had air. It was custom. Asking about Shout out. It. Where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? Where'd right. you get it? And 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 I just want to put this on racks. This is a very egotistical moment. This is an egotistical moment. I wore the first pair that I seen of leather joggers in in this city that night as well. Hold on. I'm, I'm just saying. But it is neither here nor there. The point of that is that when you do you. And then we were just talking about this with the iPhone. I was like, I should have got the X, but I was persuaded to get the 8 Plus. I, and I knew, yeah, I knew inside I needed that X, but whatever. But yeah, so if I could go back and change anything, I think I would have ran to New York anyway. I just would have just ran. FIT twice. Yeah, I got in it twice, but from a distance. But I would have ran. I would have just like. Cause I used to hear, I used to be so inquisitive, like, how did you make it here? Like, how did you do it? And I got into Fashion Institute of Technology and shout out to the staff. They were very, very, the dean, financial aid, um, who else? Dean of students, even the registrar's office really helped me when my father passed away. I have seven classes left and I'm still fighting to, to not fighting, I will complete them. It was just so helpful understanding and I thank God for that. But I would have ran. 
I, you know, I would have just struggled like every other fashion student went to Manhattan. But I, I had to do it the way I wanted to do it or the way it was intended for me to do. Probably would have been collabed with Virgil Outlaw. Yeah, I would have just, then, Kanye would have been sitting right here. Like, yo, Kyra was a man, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I know this is a, and this is our story, and I was, I want to tell our creatives because that's our audience, the creatives out here. I want to tell my creatives that, um, you know, your story is about you. We're speaking a lot about us, and you can relate to your story. Every creative can relate. There's things that we said thus far. We have a positive experience. Um, with family member that's the focus, family backing, creativity, and then we got two unique experiences over here. And we would love to hear your experience as well. I don't know how we're going to get them to tell the experience, but we reach out to us. My handle is email. Email the yellow pages at gmail.com. T H E Y E L L E A U X pages. Comments. Dot com. Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments if you don't want to. Don't email. be spazzing in my comments. Spaz in the comments. Okay, we spaz in my comments. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah. keep it light because I will I, I come for you. I love internet bullying. <laughs> <laughs> Am I an internet bully? We are not endorsing. <laughs> we are not endorsing cyber bullying. No, cyber bullying. I don't love internet bullying, but just don't come for me. Period. Online, offline. Um, not playing. I would never come for you in the comments. So the worst thing you went through as a creative, everyone, give me a sentence. Wow, in a sentence, um, I had a clothing line when I was sixteen. <laughs> And that was just way too much. Like, it was way too much to... I feel like if I would have had due process now, I one, the outfits would have been a lot more put together. I mean, I did all that in, in what, six hours? It was like an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. And I I mean... I remember the that oppor- night. The opportunity was, was great. I just feel like the timing was wrong. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I feel like a lot of people will be able to, to relate to at least that, where the opportunity may have presented itself but that doesn't necessarily mean that the timing was was right for said opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you got to keep your your eyes open, ear to the street. You know how I should go. So that's Ooh, the, bleep. Oh bleep. <laughs> was it the worst thing or the best thing you went through? That was that was probably the worst thing, man. What's the best it, thing as a creative? The best thing as a creative was the opportunity to grow and and be winged by somebody like you. Oh, where man. I literally like when I'm when we're on TV and we're doing interviews like this, like, you know, across the country and people are meeting us for the first time. A lot of what people will see from me, I will be able to directly attribute to what you showed me how to do and how to like uh, crease my pants the right way and, <laughs> and iron them the right way and how to, you know, what you should wash on delicate and what you shouldn't and how to air dry and how to, you know, color coordinate. Mm. And color coordination doesn't necessarily mean that everything is like the same color. Like That's I, a fact. I'm so glad you taught me that as a, at a at a young age, where I'm not seeing black and red, black and red, black and red, black and red. I'm seeing black Colorblind. and red, and then like, man, that black and red would really go with this hot pink. <laughs> yeah. It just it just works. That's a fact. It yeah. just works. And that kind of like the uh, that wall doesn't exist for me. It's never existed for me, especially in in fashion. And I'm treating my music the very same way. Yeah. Where you're gonna hear some some samples and some things that I've like I've taken and I've put my own little spin to it that you'll be like, wow, there's no way like right. this is what this kid was listening to, right, like right. really playing YTs, Elton John, like you know what I mean. Right. But I, I'm we're Sound really like gonna Kanye. try and mm-hmm. we're really gonna try and like push barriers. We're gonna try and like he's, he's there. We're really Definitely. gonna try and do do different things, you know. And I I'm really excited. Can't wait. I love it. I, I can't wait either. The world needs needs to hear that. Definitely. We need to, and let's just top talk, top talk, talk about that. 
how would you describe your song as an artist as an artist my i'm gonna say i'm a cross between like um let's say like joiner lucas mm -hmm. uh with like a splash of ja rule uh sprinkling a little maxwell mm -hmm. and <laughs> harry connick jr there we and go you, you put them all in like a pot and then you kind of get this this transformed Brew. frankenstein version of like uh, um <laughs> what is the what's the rack pack um dude it was not sammy davis dean martin, dean martin. you'll get a dean martin who can rap <laughs> Open rap, that's you know dope. what I mean? That's dope. Where I, I want I want all of my music to at least be thought-provoking mm -hmm. for something to be said that you'll go, wow, mm -hmm. that kid's on to something. That's what I want every listener to at least walk away with is like, wow, okay, he's on to something. I want it, I want him to keep doing mm -hmm. what he's doing, mm -hmm. you know, to see that to see that grow. And I'm and I'm dope. I can't wait for, you know what I mean? The yeah, proof is, are, the proof is in the pudding. Ezra be putting me on. He, proof be is put, in the he puts me on. Like, I just look guy oh reese 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 oh, LaFlair like, is the truth i right trust now. anything he tells me like anything it's just that we got that bond um so you be putting me on no cap swag through the roof shout out to you reese i i really one of the artists i really really hope to be able to sit down and, and chop it up with because i definitely want to reach out to him whole his whole swag everything he's doing right now is just like he's doing everything the right way he's dope i just posted a status like a comment i just like propped it and put it on my story he was just saying how people don't give him his props and he was like look i i'm just being myself and i think a lot of creatives go i know i always say this and this is a sidebar that think about the, the greatest artists right now that you know they are not popping the way they should be at all the, uh, they are the underdog and they should not be under who name name somebody I'm gonna name Dawn Richard. That's my that's my girl. You know what I'm saying? She followed me on Twitter because I'll be like sweating her. But she's sick and she's highly she influences my whole aesthetic these days. Um, you do too. Gotta have people like that in your <clears throat> life. Gotta have people like Absolutely. that in your corner. Who else is underrated that should be blown? Super underrated, Valley. Shout out to Valley. Um, if you don't or haven't heard Valley, <laughs> everybody's copying Valley right now. Shout out to you, Valley. Is he a rapper? You, doing thing. Yeah, he's uh, uh, how you spell it? He is a uh, V A L E E. Mm -hmm. He is not only a a lyricist because he is a lyricist. He's dope, but he is literally like Kanye's little fashion. This dude is <laughs> sick. People think they know what designer is until you listen to one of his songs and he's talking <laughs> about clothing lines and you're like, wait, a, wait a minute, <laughs> right, right? Wait a minute, what right. is what is he? Even yeah, talking I think about? you put me on to him too. So yeah. yeah, Valley is definitely on the radar or should be on everybody's radar as one of the, you know what I mean? It's the dope. Who underrated? That should be popping right now. I would say I'm gonna go just do you broad? Yes. Anybody that's not designated as hot like by who? the industry. Give me one. Give me one person that sticks out in your mind. Don't play favorites. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find. I mean, I mean, I'm trying to. I because. And I understand where you're coming why, from. Only reason why I say that is because we don't decide. We can't decide what's hot and what's not. not? We don't at all. Because that because the, the needle moves. Push, it. <laughs> like it, we're in a time where Takashi Six Nine can be one of the top artists in rappers with no artistic so, substance so, okay 
me, at all. Let me, and then let you let can have up. like a a logic that has to literally too much do too <laughs> much too just much. to get to where Takashi is. Yeah. And logic puts. Uh, and that's just an example. Can I can I can I give you my theory? My uh-huh. theorem on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Artists. We can even I I don't get into politics. I don't vote. Yeah, I don't. But the president down to the artists are a reflection of people. How they get there? <laughs> How did they get there? Somebody voted them well, in. When it comes to artists, they are rich because people buy their music. They stream it. So you people are not going to put money into what they don't want to hear. At all. So at the end of the day, it's straight up hate. I feel like creatives are the same way. Like I feel like people like, like for instance, people like to watch me. They, the interaction maybe it changed now, but just from my experience, you know, is is perceived. And I feel like this is a good attempt to kind of connect with the creatives out there because it's not about the ego, who's best, who's not. Creativity and creatives is just about people being themselves. It's a whole community of people just being themselves. And I feel like a lot of hot artists, Valley and did I said it right, and logic and dawn are just being themselves no that's a fact you know what i'm saying mm. and they dope and it take people that be themselves to recognize someone that's being themselves where so now you tell me where all the frauds that identify them it's the population i don't even watch award shows no more oh yeah nah, nah I, you, I was watching the grammy the or the the vh1 i was sick i just wanted to see I'm gonna be honest. I want to see Nicki Minaj play herself, <laughs> but and, and Nicki is not to me. She's a, a like a, a solid artist, but as far as lyrically and like her, she didn't try to copy a, a flow. I ain't say style, um, but I just feel like it gets to a certain point because even when she was coming up, she said, "You know, I always want to be hungry, but riches will lose you in that." I feel like you could be rich and very hungry <laughs> you know what i'm saying but i didn't focus on her you know shout out to her and her hustle whatever even though i'm a kim fan bomb drop plug um you know but shout out to her hustle and anybody hustling i just feel like the authenticity of you know creativity is so ignored and this is why yellow confessions is so important because i need to connect and we need to connect to that creative energy i want to awake other people's creative energy and i just went on a tangent however um that's what i was talking about <laughs> i got you, I <laughs> so, got you. so that was i your... mean I, I got some names like boss okay underrated keep going um there's this uh mexican rapper mm. she's a she's uh what is her name i know her name it's on the tip of my tongue but i can't think but anyways mm-hmm. she's fire okay but i'm gonna find her and then i'm gonna like just chime in but She's fire. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of it's actually a lot of female artists that are fire, yes. but overshadowed by the industry. Yes, like in the sense of like, there's this sixteen-year-old girl called Young Devlin. Yeah, she's fire. Yeah, but since she's so fire, I don't know if she's ever gonna blow pop. up. Right, like pop. Who, who's somebody that had a run and you like they never made it to their peak? Like I Chris could, Brown, Chris, of course. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah. Chris Brown isn't peaking yet. That's why <laughs> he had never peaked though, How because it's ever story. because his story. I if mean, he never did what he did, he would have been Michael. I, no, 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 no. I won't say Michael. 
I'm seeing it in my he, comments. Argue with me. He he <laughs> lost a lot just from his actions, and that's like that's, that's true. Some, that's I, something that's continued I will, actions too. Like I mean, but yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. not not to make this into like a Rihanna thing, but I feel like he took the blame a lot. He took a lot of the the blame for Rihanna. I I, I do. I love Rihanna and. Even my Rihanna fans out there, because I definitely am one, know the island women are feisty. You know, and Snow I know the I like, product. Huh? There you go. Snow the product. Oh, here's another one? Okay. No, that's the Mexican rapper. Oh, Snow the product? Snow the product. Her she's, name is fire. She's like, nice. Snow the product? When I like, tell you she's nice, <laughs> she's nice. But right. Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. And I'm just saying, not to get in that story, but, you know, I just feel like from a, a man and a woman relationship, when you are really in love with somebody and something goes wrong like that and you know how it could destroy if you care enough to, you know to keep her career going i feel like i'm not saying he's innocent but obviously he's not i just feel like there's a lot of stuff that that was unsaid about that situation anyway underrated a lot of these people are like joe scott i feel like joe scott should be very much more she's big but she should be bigger i feel like um faith Never peaked the way she should have. Ooh, you know who peaked but never peaked, who? but she peaked? Who? Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. She's. I think she is the prime example. She's the epitome of <laughs> the industry not wanting a certain type of music, and yeah. they did. They literally were the powers that be yeah. and got rid of her. Yeah, I feel like Kim never really peaked the way she. I think she's. She has a legacy, but and we're not getting into this. I, I just think. <laughs> I think Kim's downfall was. How much she depended on Biggie. If she w- took more of a student role and was able to kind of hone her own skills, she would have been fired. Like she would have been able to sustain herself longer. I think my I think Lil Kim was a naturally beautiful woman who should have just <laughs> never started trying to look like a cat. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna stop this now. That's kind of just what I. I we're, we're, we're not. We're I'm not, not saying that. that she's not the let, goat. Let me, let me she's say, the goat. I'm just gonna say this: Little Kim was one to fight a lot of adversity for a sexual-based kind of music. Yes. yes. First. First. Literally. Yes. First. And, and, pushed and her to that. like she always, but Big died too. Right. She kept going. Right. So at the end of the day, you gotta give her. I think her her Grammy Big wasn't here. She got a Grammy when he was not alive. I feel you. I feel so, you. I feel you. So at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people don't. When you fight in a fight, yeah, you too. Sometimes you're too busy fighting, and instead of creating, she just said in an interview. Um, I wish she said, "I wish I would have told. I was able to tell my legacy the way Jay told his." But she said, "I was just fighting so much adversity," and I feel. Like I feel you. A lot of people forget that. You know what I'm saying? Jay was on Kim first record, <laughs> first track, Big Mama thing. Like, come on. But people don't want to hear that, though. And, and and coming from our era, you know what I'm saying, she excites me because there's just so much originality and just so much rawness. And I've just always been attracted to see somebody, and this may sound a little weird, but a female be so raw. Like, I was like, where is this coming from? Because I ain't going to lie, the first time I seen No Time video, MTV, first drop, 96 mm-hmm. or 97, and I just saw this girl swinging from an escalator. I'm like, who is this tramp? And that turns the channel. You know what I'm saying? But back then, they used to plug it. So anyway. All right, cool. Um, All right, so everybody choose. Family or creativity? You had to pick one. Who would you pick? What would you pick? Creativity. 
I'd always take creativity as well. It's an outer expression. I'm, I always want to express myself over anything. Over a family bond. I've created a lot of the great things in my life, like as they are. I've, cre- I've literally created and molded my life as such. That is, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I, I take that over. I, I, family can turn on you tomorrow over something that they're going Coming through, go. over something that, and that can, that can mm. be it. Mm. Have nothing to deal with you, mm-hmm. but in turn, can be crushing to you if you if you let it. Mm-hmm. Creativity, I feel like, never lets you down like that. Ever. You would let create creativity down before creativity ever goes. You know what? Go figure it out <laughs> on your own. You know what I mean? Creativity is <laughs> yeah. always going to be there to have your back, literally, and not judge and not complain, mm-hmm. and always and always push you to 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 be like you said. The, the one person that is always going to love and appreciate you yourself. Yeah. I will also choose, and oddly enough, I was I would choose creativity. I love my family in some type of way. I don't know what that way is. Like, I, you know, I'm not talking about my parents. I'm just talking about overall. I love my family. I know that love exists. However, what's been there for me is my, creative, my creativity besides God. You know what I'm saying? So I would just, and these this is a real... We're talking real cre- creatives talk right now mm-hmm. because some people are gonna be like, "How would you choose your family?" I mean, you wouldn't choose your family because guess what? Your family is influence, and however you look at it, you know, yeah, they related to you. You have the same bloodline, but it could be a positive or a negative influence on your creativity. And would you choose that influence, or would you just choose? You know, I'm sure they have influence. They have attributed or contributed to your influence however one thing about creativity is that it's yours and you decide what you have to do with it whether no matter who um influences you or not i feel like that separates us as human beings you know um you can either be a creator or you cannot care too much at all about like anything being created period you're a robot you're getting up you're going to work you're you're paying mm-hmm. a bill and mm-hmm. there's nothing there's nothing more you're not seeing things in in nature you're not seeing things in fashion you're not seeing things in media on tv and work and you know what i mean those are all creative vibes that creators then take and then use to like create right and as creators we need to create we don't need acceptance right you know right i don't does that no. make sense yeah. yeah that makes sense yeah yeah and, and I feel like when you start to feel like you need acceptance, then you lose, I, you lose you your creativity. But sometimes you have to lose in order to gain. And, and y'all can feel me on that. So it doesn't have to be that way. But it are it always reassures you to come back to you. <laughs> you know what I'm Full saying? Circle. The whole, like I just said, iPhone. I should have got the X. I got the eight. Now I'm over here like, duh. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But that's me. That's my choice. I'm saying one's better than the other. All right. So any tips? For your for our creatives out here, when it comes to family, and we're we're speaking specifically with family, what would you say if they're going through some positive influence? Devin, maybe you can speak to them about um, what's what's the tip for you, even if they have support from a family backing. What would you say to the creatives out here that are trying to create, fight for their right to create, even with support? Don't take it personal if they don't see a vision. Because as creatives, we see things that people can't see. Mm-hmm. Like sound. 
we can't <laughs> we can't explain what we see. We just have to do it, yeah. and they have to watch it. And there's a lot of people that's um, imprisoned by you know just the fear of wasting time and yeah. money. Yeah. So um, if you pitch an idea or whatever the case, and they don't agree initially, mm-hmm. keep on going. Family. Just just say I'm crazy, but watch me. Okay. Watch me work. Even with the support. Even with the support. Got you. Beautifully said. You hear a common theme, everybody. Even with support, you still gotta push yourself. What about you? I, I say um, to to the, a very good point that you made previously. Um, and, and, and being yourself and and I know that sounds so run of the mill advice you know oh go out and be yourself but I genuinely mean be yourself and if you're not feeling well or you're not feeling up to what you usually feel like as you know the person you know yourself to be don't find somebody that you feel comfortable talking to or, or feel comfortable expressing yourself to be it uh, a family member or a friend and, and get those feelings out. Have somebody to bounce those feelings off of, too, because it's going to be crucial, mm-hmm. crucial in your development. Mm-hmm. And that is not, like, by suggestion, that's not, that is going to be a major factor in your adult living, mm-hmm. in, in your growth and maturity, is going to be being able to express yourself the right way, using the right words, and, and at the right time, using the right tact. For, for what it is you're saying and it's going to literally it'll pay you dividends it'll mm-hmm. be the best thing you ever did yeah i'm thankful for you because i can send you yo i like these sneakers and you can tell me yeah or nay and i feel nothing behind it right <laughs> you know what i'm saying or yo give me some sneakers or whatever the case may be i got some people where i can i thought i try to put them this is my tip let me go into my tip my tip is don't put people on your creative level don't force that I put a lot of people on a creative level because we, I, I saw potential in them and I feel like we can vibe and there wasn't no jealousy and no hate. But the whole time, they had a whole scroll and a pen. You know what I'm saying? But see, what they don't know from real creatives, we got plenty of more. You could take that, have it, thank me later. You know what I'm saying? But what they don't know is, I, it's more like Solange, say, Solange says, I got more magic where that come from. Like, it's cool. Like, I'm not mad about that. But... It exposes people like i said the beat moves on and don't put people on your creative level like you feel either it either connects or not you know what i'm saying i'm not saying there's one better than another but we all know as creatives there's people around you just to get your recipe there's people around you to absorb your energy but they don't know what to do with it because guess what they're not in tune with their creativity they don't know anything about their creativity and they like the way you do it and they want to do it the way you do it but can't nobody do you the way you do them Plug, Kim, Kim voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick. So let's talk fashion. Um, So what's your... This, 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 this is so swaggy. Like, it's just so funny because I've known him all of my life. And like, I still to this day like, oh, okay. Like, and I, I get it, but I'd be impressed. I don't know what it'd be, but you it's know. It's hoodie season. By far, my, my favorite time to get dressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fall season brings out the boots and all those fall colors, the browns and the, the yellow overtones. Yellow, white, tans and all that <laughs> stuff. All those blended colors, all those nice stuff that you see in nature and all that stuff. What and sneaker I, you saw more earlier? 
What sneaker? What sneakers are we talking about? Oh, Chanel's. Oh my goodness. Shout out shout out to Chanel and what they're doing with that sneaker right now because they are fire. They are fifteen hundred dollars and I'd probably only wear them once. They are fire. <laughs> I just wanna you know, distinguish Chanel from other brands. You it does if you have a Chanel keychain, that is like you just make your keys like sacred. It's just a brand that keeps its integrity. You know what I'm saying? It's, everybody can afford Chanel, but everybody can. That's what I say. This is how out of touch <laughs> teenagers are, though. I was talking to a young man, and I'm saying teenager loosely. He could have been, but he was a young man. And he literally said he doesn't know why all these guys are wearing Chanel when Chanel doesn't make male products. And I was kind of like, I was kind of like, how how in tune are you to like, <laughs> like to like to like you know what I mean like fashion like as a whole like right. you know what I mean you're not even googling anything right you're just seeing Chanel on some women and then thinking that they only make women things and you're lost my friend right Chanel is making some fire male products they actually make like male makeup now have you seen that I've seen yes I have seen that on Barbies they're they're making male makeup yeah. now like, yeah. So it's not even like a, um, it's not even like a thing. But yeah, their sneakers are really dope. The dad sneakers are taking it next level. Gucci's, of course, doing their thing with the sneakers. Mm-hmm. Although they're getting, they're getting, they're going they're, really crazy with the jewelry and all lot. that stuff. They're doing a lot. And a lot of different sneakers are now falling into that that jewel line too. There's a couple of pairs of Adidas is coming out with like ankle bracelets now oh, that come okay, with it too. Well, That's like a thing now too. You know, you can attest to this. I like bling. Have you noticed that over the years? Yeah. Accessories work. I like bling. Like, I just like, but I'm older now, so I feel like it's, it works against me. Or I did that. Another thing about creators, we get tired of stuff. Like, once we've done it, it's like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Any tips? Fall tips? Fashion tips that you want to put out here to the world? Nah, I'll leave that to y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll leave that to y'all. I, I got it. Oh, no, no. Do I have a favorite right now? Yes. I like rose gold. That's I'm really feeling rosy. <laughs> pause or whatever the i rain, love the raincoat's gonna be in i have rose gold harashi's on right now i mean this way nordstrom thank you i got a rose gold phone right now you got a, and you got an ipad and a rose gold ipad right it you're right well, do better watch not so i already gotta get up on the apple watch i need somebody to put me on because it's a little plug when you're at now i'm back in the office I'm, i've I never been a, a watch user i had a couple of nixons at home that i never even like but i'm a i was a watch user yeah. Then I lost them. And then, oh, okay. Yeah, really <laughs> but you ain't using, you ain't losing that. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Nah, I, I, I typically like to wear my watch. My like, I had a Citizens Echo and yeah, Michael Kors, yeah. Big Face type uh, thing. Notice, notice, he had a Citizens Echo. Citizens. It's not, not an Echo watch. Citizens Echo. Nah, Citizens Echo. So no see, battery. This, this one over here. Oh, I'm gonna leave it, y'all. I'm gonna leave it. See, <laughs> uh, that's his tip. Nah, citizens, if you're gonna Swiss go time. echo, watch. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, do yeah. citizens. Um, what else am I really like feeling right now? I'm feeling very mature There's lately. Yeezy's getting ready to drop this month. The four, too. Fit, the four, three hundreds, the the wave seven hundreds. Oh, the uh, mob. The, oh my I, god. Yeah, I know. Oh lord. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't agree agree with the man's ideals, but <laughs> when he sits down and puts his shoe together, like you know what I mean. I'm all yeah, like, I need. Yeah, yeah. He also got the other ones. They look like the like little. I forgot the three hundreds or seven hundreds. Seven, seven. I just got my first pair of Yeezys. Shout out to Yeezy, and that's not a like 
like a like a late thing because there's a lot of people that don't have Yeezy. I just didn't want to hop on a wave so quick. Um, but I got my I got my 500 utility blacks, which are they look they look great. Hmm. Anyway, all right. So my words of encouragement after this session of Yellow Confessions family this is what we call the perfect frame for a family portrait is a five by seven if, if that's what you were wondering why this was entitled uh portrait five by seven because sometimes in that picture there's so many emotions they say it in the picture there's a thousand words well you know you can only fit so many words into a picture frame with so many people um influence comes from always but your first influence is from your family and for a creative, I feel like you need to um, sort through those influences and see what even what makes you you as a creative, you know, and no matter how dear your how positive or how negative those influences are from your family, your first influences is what we're going to call it. That first picture frame may not always fit you. You outgrow that picture frame as a creative and that's OK because growth is good see you i think we that's it right now i want to thank my special guest as a red what's your, what's your handle uh at yo on izzy what ray on ig on instagram you can find me at yo izzy ray on instagram and ezra ray on facebook and i'll, I'll shortly i'll have that um that soundcloud put together so you'll have direct you gonna put the link in your bio the link is it link will be in my bio All it's right. gonna be in the bio we're gonna have to um have him back on the show. What you think, producer? Producer? Yes, yeah, a lot, a lot of good things in the works. A lot, a lot of good things in the works. <laughs> we definitely want to thank our producer, King Dev, yep, yep. founder and owner of Static Vibrations Network. Bomb drops in. Boom, boom, boom. Well, thank you for tuning in to Yellow Confessions. This is Fashion Stylist Conrad, aka Yellow Y E L L X. Y E L L E A U X. Stay yellow. Stay yellow. <laughs> creative of the yellowpages.com. You've just entered a mind of a creative. Remember, always exercise your right to create. That's it. Until next time, go get to work. Ain't nobody praying for me. Who praying for me? Ain't nobody praying. Thank you.